Today in current events from a Christian perspective, if you haven't been paying attention, the once beautiful city of San Francisco has become a hellhole of homeless fentanyl addicts, looters, and robbers, etc. A CNN report from August says this, quote, In many ways, San Francisco's downtown is in dire straits. The city's Union Square neighborhood, once bustling with shoppers, diners, and tourists, has suffered from declining foot traffic and shuttered storefronts, end quote. Upon deciding to get out of the area entirely, a Westfield Mall spokesperson told CNN affiliate KGO-TV, quote, A growing number of retailers and businesses are leaving the area due to unsafe conditions for customers, retailers, and employees, end quote. And yet, in an almost miraculous manner, last weekend, many of the San Francisco streets were vacated of homeless people and cleaned up. Why the change? And how is this even possible? Did the city officials finally discover the magical combination to solve the homeless crisis? Or is it just because Chinese communist leader Xi Jinping and 20,000 other leaders are coming to town? I just don't know. I'm Ed Odegaard, and this is Church Public. Welcome back to Church Public. I really appreciate you stopping by today. Audio listener, thank you so much. We'll be watching a couple of videos today. So if you want to see those videos, you got to navigate to one of the video sites. I'm going to try to post this on the YouTubes. Hopefully YouTube likes me today. We'll see how that goes. If not, you can go to churchpublic.com and I will make sure to post some video from somewhere there so you can see everything that's going on in this podcast episode. If this is helpful to you and you want to hit the like and subscribe and share and all the pieces, go ahead and do that. I appreciate it. This is a labor of love and I appreciate your love in it. I just want to bring you current events from a Christian perspective so that you can know how to live out your faith. This particular story hits home for me because it kind of comes from my home, my home uh, state at least. And at any rate, we're just going to talk about a couple of things because it illustrates what is going on in this wild and crazy world. All right, let's get to it. So... Uh, I grew up in California, and I visited San Francisco more times than I can count. It was a beautiful city with cable cars and sourdough and great ice cream. And now it is, sadly, a cesspool of homeless fentanyl junkie zombies. And that does make me sad. But apparently, over the weekend, all of that changed. So, first, for those who haven't seen it lately, this is a video from uh, Savvy Hernandez at The Blaze of what San Francisco has looked like recently. So, again, if you're just listening and you don't see the video, I don't know how to describe this to you other than it's just terrible. There's just people all over the street. It is truly a sad state of affairs. You can see the fentanyl crawl. And then, of course, in this video, as you're watching right here, there's a bunch of kids walking down alongside all of these addicts and uh, really sad state of people. It's just really tragic that all of this is going on in and around the city that was once just totally beautiful. And we were told for years and years and years that there's just nothing we can do about it. In fact, there's millions and millions, maybe even more dollars that went to take care of it. But then the question comes, what happened this weekend and why is it clean now? And I'll show you some pictures of how clean it is now in just a bit. But I think it's important to understand that it only took a couple of days, apparently, and now it's clean. I think it's in important to hear from the governor, Newsom himself, who told us how it got clean. Let's listen. I know folks say, oh, they're just cleaning up this place because all those fancy leaders are coming into town. Um, that's true because it's true. But it's also true for months and months and months prior to APEC, we've been having different conversations. So 
<laughs> I don't know what to say about this, people. The governor said, hey, you probably think that we just cleaned up this, this city because of the people coming into town. And you're right. P period. F done. Full stop. Like, I, I don't know what to say, people. Um, but it's true because it's true. And true things are true things because they're true things, which is basically what he said. You can back up and listen to it. But again, if you want to, I'm not going to play it again. But I'm going to play this next one where he says specifically he's cleaning it up because people are coming to town. Anytime you put on an event, by definition, you know, you, you have people over your house, you're going to clean up the house. You have 21 world leaders, you've got tens of thousands of people coming from all uh, around the globe. Uh, what an opportunity to showcase the world's most extraordinary place, San Francisco. Now listen, I don't disagree. As I mentioned, I grew up in California and visited San Francisco more times than I can count, and that's great. And it is truly a wonderful and beautiful city. I actually love it. But we need to understand, as I showed you the video of the before, what, what, why, man, why is it such a disaster now? And to really understand this issue, I just did a little bit of uh, remembering for myself to look back a few years to Newsom's personal mission to clean up the city of San Francisco, which was his personal mission when he became the mayor of San Francisco in 2008. And at that time, he announced a 10-year plan to end chronic homelessness. There was, I was going to clip some of this and I just decided not to. You can go and watch this if you want. It's a 40 plus minute talk about homelessness in San Francisco. And he talks about things. He had a great quote that said, food solves hunger. Uh, excuse me. Food solves hunger. Shelter solves sleep. And housing solves homelessness. End quote. This is truly incredible insight. Truly revolutionary ideas. Food solves hunger. But these were his quotes. These were his words. This is how he proposed to solve homelessness. And that was in 2008. Unfortunately, after just three years, Newsom became lieutenant governor of California, apparently abandoning his tenure for San Francisco plan. Then in 2019, he became the governor of the state of California. The weird thing is, the homelessness issue in San Francisco only became worse over time. Not just in San Francisco, also Los Angeles, even down to San Diego. And they are seeing record numbers of homeless people on the streets. A couple of months ago, current mayor London Breed blamed the courts for this homelessness crisis, citing some injunction or another. I'm not sure how an injunction from the last year from the courts affected the last 15 years, but let's just keep going and see what else is going on here. Last year, for example, Newsom blamed the economy and COVID for why his plan to end homelessness wasn't actually ending homelessness. He said, quote, we're dealing with unprecedented economic contradiction, the worst in our lifetimes induced by a pandemic, end quote. In 2012, Newsom attacked people who pointed out that homelessness was getting worse, saying, you're just being cynical and playing politics. Then, speaking to the LA Times, Newsom defended his 10-year plan, remember that, saying that Michelangelo taught him it's better to set a high bar and fail than set a low bar and meet it. I really have no idea how that relates to the homelessness problem in San Francisco, and I'm sure that Michelangelo's painting the Sistine Chapel and a Democrat governor removing the homeless people from the street is the same, but maybe it's not. Anyway, I'm not even sure what we're talking about anymore. That was his quote. Let's keep going. Really, the message for the last couple of decades is deal with it. If you live in San Francisco or any major city in California, you just have to deal with homeless people sleeping and possibly going to the bathroom on the doorstep of your business. And you're just supposed to be okay with that. Apparently, no matter how much money the government taxes you, they just cannot figure out this problem. It's impossible to figure out the homeless problem in San Francisco and any other major city in California. Or... Maybe they can figure it out. 
San Francisco is hosting the APEC, APEC, Asia Pacific Economic Conference, which will attract business leaders, tourists, neither nearly two dozen heads of state, like 20,000 other people, and including Joe Biden and Chinese President Xi Jinping. And basically, over the weekend, the streets are clean. Uh, let's look at this. Summit is expected to bring in $53 million, filling hotel rooms, bringing big business. And the city did tidy up for Dreamforce, but this cleanup is much more extensive. While San Francisco is in the spotlight for the Asia Pacific Economic Conference, city leaders are making sure the city shines. Tourism is our business here in San Francisco, and we need to focus on making sure that the tourist dollars still come back. Caltrans repaving major roadways like the Harrison Street off-ramp from the I-80. BART doubling down by deep cleaning their stations overnight more often. The city had gotten a little bit dingy over time. Scrubbing and power washing is happening all over the city. Yeah, the bottom of my shoes look clean. Like. It's noticeable how clear the streets look and how few homeless encampments there are on major thoroughfares. Having been a longtime resident in the Bay Area, you just naturally start to wonder of like houseless folks being displaced. Public Works is installing decorative crosswalks in North Beach and Chinatown, and the Webster Street pedestrian bridge in Japantown was recently repainted. The Yerba Buena Gardens at the Moscone Center are decked out with new colorful landscaping and murals, paid for by the Clean California grant, just in time for the 20,000 high-profile CEOs and heads of state coming into town next week. Some people say this should be how it's always done. What about the people who are here year-round, you know, and like local, hardworking, working-class Bay Area folks? Others welcome the cleanup. Anything that brings in uh, a positive look on the city of San Francisco is great. We will continue to do everything we can to maintain cleanliness in our streets. And city officials are saying that there are no additional funds that are being allocated for beautification. Departments are just using existing budgets. So that's a, I mean, that was by Fox News, uh, again, to give them credit. There were some great statements in there. Uh, the guy near the end who says, hey, I'm wondering why isn't the city this clean all the time? And then you heard from Mayor London Breed right there who said, we're going to try to keep it this clean always, which is a good question. Why isn't the city just clean always? And as you heard at the end, this is just in the regular budget. They didn't have any new funds. They didn't even need any new funds. They already had the funds to do it. So why did it take 15 years to use the funds they already had to create a clean San Francisco that apparently only took a couple of days? What kind of crazy miracle solution allowed this to be found in just one weekend? Did it take Chinese communist leader Xi to come over and shake things up? Another local resident in the Soma neighborhood had the same question. He told the New York Post, quote, They've cleared out the tents on Howard Street, which tells me the city had the capability to do this all along. Instead, they just do the bare minimum. End quote. Mark Benioff, the founder of Salesforce, echoed that sentiment. He said, quote, San Francisco has been incredibly clean, beautiful, and safe for three days. Three days. And it's great the city is able to put its best foot forward for this major event that brings in so many people and around $80 million to the economy. This is still his quote. It's important to ask why the city cannot be this clean and safe every single day. End quote. According to this article, Benioff himself apparently gave about $8 million to Proposition C in California, which taxed individuals and businesses to promote, quote, homeless services. However, this money didn't seem to help until it did. 
The San Francisco Chronicle obtained emails from city officials that demonstrate how easy this has been to accomplish. Christopher McDaniels, the city superintendent of street environmental services, wrote an email back in September explaining every single place that needs to be completely cleared. He wrote, quote, with APEC coming, I'm concerned about historical encampments that are close to priority areas, end quote. Then within a few days, according to the Post, quote, certain areas, including the notorious intersections of Van Ness Avenue and California Street, Hyde and Eddy Streets, Taylor and Ellis Streets, were cleared of homeless tents, end quote. Twitter user and wokeness posted this before and after. So again, if you're just listening, I apologize. You can go to end wokeness on Twitter or X. I just refer, refuse to call it that. Here's the picture of San Francisco finally fixed the homeless crisis. All it took was a visit from a world dictator before G and after G. I blew this up so we could see it better. Here was before. I'll give you even the full screen on this for those watching on video. You can see that it is tents and all kinds of trash, garbage in the street, uh, graffiti, all kinds of stuff all over the buildings. And then just a few days later, uh, we'll give this full screen for you. You can see that it's basically clean. The, the building has either been repainted or at least sprayed off. There are no more tents. There's no more trash in the gutter. Everything is just beautiful. And it only took a day or two. So social media was laughing and crying at all of this, comparing it to abusive parents. You heard earlier Governor Newsom saying, hey, if you're inviting people over, you put your best foot forward. Sure, that's true. But saying it was kind of like your parents, it's kind of like you have parents who live in squalor for the whole year. And then when company comes over, they clean and buy you gifts, pretending that it was like that all along. But you know it wasn't which is why we heard more than one person in this segment say, hey, how come it's not like this all the time? Here, the reality we should take away from all of this is how easy it really is to clean up our cities. Apparently, it was just that easy. Apparently, the leaders just don't seem to want that. Of course, they've not really solved homelessness, but they've cleaned up the streets, and that is actually really important. Having the streets clean and safe for people and families and children allows people and families and children to thrive and maybe even helps people who needed help. After all, a rising tide raises all ships. What should be really sad to you is the fact that these leaders, the elite class of people who think they're better than you, act like they're better than you. They just don't care about you. They let your city and your business devolve and die. They let people do drugs and everything else in the middle of the city because they don't really care about the homeless people or you. They only want your tax dollars to enrich their own lives and eat out at French Laundry during a lockdown, maskless with no consequences because they don't care about you. And now we see that the solution is actually quick and easy. Sure, they would take more time and energy to do the rest of San Francisco, but apparently they can do it. If I were already or if I were still living in California, I would be very inclined to speak loudly to anyone who would listen about the crime, poverty and homelessness that will inevitably come back immediately after this APEC session concludes and the leaders resume not caring about you at all, you silly regular people. But then again, those leaders probably still don't care. Anyway, for Church Public, I'm Ed Odegaard. Let's keep the faith. Thanks again for stopping by today. I really appreciate you. If this was helpful at all, you can hit the like button, the share button, the subscribe button, hit all the buttons and really appreciate all the support that you want to give. Have a great day. Follow God with all your heart and soul and mind and strength. And we'll see you next time. God bless.